Welcome to the channel. My name is Bobby L. Perry. I'm the founder and CEO of B. Perry Films. Today we will be talking about the artistry of music. I'm going to be introducing you to our guests on our first episode. Um, A.P. Black, formerly known as Arnold Pesnell. Um, please, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. How's it going, Bobby? Um, I'm A.P. A.P. Black. Um, and, you know, I go by Arnold Pesnell. I'm a Boston-based musician. I've been working in music for a long time. I went to school and um, was formally educated. And, you know, uh, that's about it right now. I'm working uh, music and, and spending time with my family full time. Yep, He's a singer, songwriter. Um, you produce, produce your own music, right? I do. Yes. So the first topic that we're going to discuss is what is music? What does it mean to you and your definition? Sure. Um, my definition of music is, is very broad. You know, a lot of people try to specify whether, you know, there's pop or hip hop and all these, you know, little subcategories. But I think a lot of things are music or musical. So I like to think of music as anything that has a beat. You know, anything that has rhythm, anything that has, you know, a, a pulse. That's what I like yeah. to think of music as, yeah. I think of music as of just like sound. It doesn't always have to be instruments. It could be vocals like Bobby McFerrin. It's like a human instrument. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Uh, but it embodies culture and just brings everyone together whether it's in a different language everybody knows music whether it's good or bad but uh, is there actually a bad thing of music i don't think so we just have our own perception of what's bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people think music is bad sometimes but you know everybody has their own perception of it for some people it's helpful for some people it's you know something that they use to cope so music takes a lot of different forms Definitely. Different ways. So what got you started? Um, at what age and what got you involved? Uh, I got started with music when I was really young in church. That's how I got started. Uh, that's how I really ended up involved. My mom always had me in church and, you know, I ended up playing uh, instruments through that. You know, I self-taught my, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I taught myself how to play the bass, um, and then I taught myself how to play the piano and then the guitar. Okay. Were you in the choir at all, or did you just play instruments? Um, I was in the choir for a little bit when I was a kid, but that was about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I started at age three. I went to this church um, called Elliott Church School. Nice. Um, Start out in musical theater. I did not enjoy singing. I'm very shy, yeah. but they believed in me. Went to the Renaissance, Boston Arts Academy, and some other performing arts schools. And yeah, music was a big influence on my life. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So when did you start taking music seriously? Um, it was when I when I got to Boston Arts Academy. So that was in high school. I hadn't had any like music training or anything before that. So that was a start for me. What type of courses did you take? 
um, when I was there, I studied music and I majored in jazz. So I was a jazz vocalist um, and, and that's what I did there for uh, all four years. Did, you, um, did I go over songwriting, song structures, learning notes? Uh, yeah, they did. We went over a lot of that. We went over um, music theory, ear training, piano, um, and a lot of other um, techniques that are in music. So we kind of went over, we, we went over a lot of things besides jazz, but um, that was kind of the great thing about the program is we got to study a lot of music. We got to do musical theater, jazz, classical, and, you know, make our own music. So there was like experimental elements to it. Uh, we got to be really creative when it came to music. And that's what was really great about that school. Wow. Um, what is your creative process? Um, kind of just, you know, continue to, I don't know, I, I guess I, when I create, I just want to make something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really have a process. I just go into it like, okay, I'm just going to make something now. Like, you know, if I, if I have a beat or a song in my head, something or I hear something melodic, um, I just figure out a way, you know, to get it done. So I don't really have a process, you know, I kind of just go through it in the same way every time and just start. <laughs> so is it just a pen and paper or do you hear a beat or? It could be all of that. It could be uh, I start with a beat or it could be I write some lyrics. It could be that I um, I start with the drums or I start with the piano. So it, it doesn't really, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me, but, you know, that's kind of the process. I just start something, I create something. You know, once you start the process, then you make something and it becomes complete. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I know for myself, it could be like something that happened on the news or human interactions. Yeah. I'm just like, hmm, let me go on YouTube or somewhere and just browse through some music. Oh, I like this beat. It's very sexy. Oh, this is very contemporary or whatever. Fast. And I just start developing some type of sequence help some different moves that is different um songs and maybe something will pop up a little bit more interesting to me yeah and there we go we got a masterpiece hopefully <laughs> masterpiece for sure <laughs> you know we're trying to get some awards here <laughs> yeah yep. yeah right um, because for me that was really going to, to Boston Arts Academy, it really helped me figure out music because before that, I didn't have any training. You know, I taught myself all the instruments. So it was kind of really hard to know what I was doing at some points. Like when it comes to music, you, you got to really be accurate and you got to be able to know what's going on. So learning at a school really helps when it comes to music education. I always tell everyone that Boston Arts Academy is kind of like fame meets TMZ. <laughs> Cause it was like <laughs> so much going on. It's just like word of mouth of, oh, okay. Someone's in this piece or someone singing in the hallway, someone yeah. break dancing or crumping in the cafeteria. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to eat my food. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but a lot of creativity, you know, it's good yeah. to be here. I remember watching a YouTube video yesterday and someone was a youth, um, they had like two Uber, two, two YouTubers come together and they were like, we should move in together. 
And I've seen some people writing in the comments, like, it's great when you move in with creative people because you can exchange dialogue and boost each other's channels and stuff. Yeah. And every day is just like a fun experience, you know? Yeah, man. That's good. Um, tell us how um, the audition process happened because we're selected out of hundreds of people from Boston and they're only going to take about like 20 or 30 of us for each major. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't have a traditional audition process. I went in way after and I just auditioned with one teacher. So that was, was my experience. Mm -hmm. It was kind of, you know, terrifying. Like I, I went in there, <laughs> nobody was there and it was just me and the teacher, but um, that's, not really the typical experience. Typically you get together and there'd be like an orientation. Um, yeah, I think one or two orientations, right? And then, yeah. then an audition or something like that. Like you gotta get an interview. Like uh, it's, it's, it was it's, serious. it's really <laughs> serious. They're not playing. <laughs> so, I thought it was harder than college. I'm like, yeah, yeah it was okay. pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> difficult. So that's the that's the fun part, you know, get to meet other creatives and then audition. Um, it's not really scary because the teachers are really friendly. So that's good. Um, and they just want to know what you know so that they can see how, how they could help you as an artist. So that's really good as well. Definitely. Um, were there any artists that you got to work with at the school that influenced you even more? Because we do have a lot of guest artists. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. There were a lot of um, people who were creatives in in the higher ups, higher ups, the higher grades. <laughs> so yeah. you know, some people who graduated before us. Um, you know, Zakia, she was there. She was a vocalist as well. She's an awesome. Opera. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Calvin, uh, there are a lot of people there, a lot of good musicians. Um, Greg, definitely. Greg, Nick, Max, you know what I mean? Like there's so many people who played um, super well, you know, that just really pushed each other. It was really good. A lot of appreciation to the, to the class of 2011 and, and beyond, man. We really did a lot of work in, in the high school there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your journey like after graduating, going into college? Did you major in music or? Uh, I did. I majored in music and I also majored in mass communication in college. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't finish, though. I dropped out. Um, I just ended up coming home and taking care of my family and working and, and human help, human services. So that that ended up being my path for a while. Um, and then I you know, started performing again. Okay. Yeah. And just to let people know, you don't always have to graduate from school to be successful. There's a lot of um, creators and artists and of all sorts and different industries who didn't graduate from college and look, they're making like millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm just grateful that I got my master's degree when I did because it was just very, it was a lot of work. I was performing and traveling and mastering my craft in school. Um, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I'll just say that. 
Well, just congratulations, man. You know. Thank you. That's I'm just trying to utilize this degree with my film production company and dance company. Oh yeah. So, yeah, a lot of projects. <laughs> it's good, man. Um, what kind of directions can people go with music? There's different niches that everyone can go in. Yeah, there's um, there's so many categories. You know, music is like I said, it's very broad. There's a lot of things that you can do with it, um, as far as recording. If you want to be an engineer, which doesn't really get talked about enough, a lot of people want to go into being an artist and being, you know, the front person. There's a lot of work needed in engineering, so you know, put that out there. But there's a lot of other directions people can go to. You know, you can, if you learn how to read music, you can do other things as well, like work in churches or take gigs for, um, you know, things that haven't been produced yet. A lot of people want to make things and they don't have the skills to make music. So they'll need music at some point. And if you can make music um, or read music, then you have a lot of opportunities. That's true. Um, we also have to um, let people know that there's a lot of discipline when it comes to learning any type of craft. Um, a lot of people say that they only have two or three years of experience. Just to let you know, they are lying. Yeah. <laughs> like right. people yeah. start as young as like two or three. Like look at um, Blue Ivy. She was singing out the womb. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what was the song? Um, Glory or something. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it was that song. And she got, um, she was on Billboard 100 and then she got um, featured and what's that thing? Not Genius, something magazine. Guinness World Record, there we go. Okay. <laughs> cool, huh? And the youngest kid, it was like a tie between him and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, let's see. How do you go about songwriting? Um, if someone wants to go into that. You gotta, songwriting is kind of like, you just gotta do it. You gotta write songs and then show people that you can write songs. <laughs> That's kind of where you gotta start. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's important to know artists. That way, if they need writers, a lot of, a lot of times you can ask them, can I write for you? You know, people will be like, okay, mm -hmm. well, you know, give me the damn song. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's kind of really that simple. You, you got to start and, and kind of prove yourself in a way like people have to hear that you have music and, and you have something that's quality. You know, they want to be able to be like, okay, well, if you want to be a songwriter, you have to be able to write songs consistently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot yeah. of consistency because people are not going to want one song from you. They're going to want a lot of songs from you. That is true. So that's kind of the first step you got to understand in songwriting is that you have to be able to write a song a lot. You have to write a lot of songs. You will get songs that get rejected. You will get songs that you think are great and people are like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You'll send somebody four songs and they'll be like, yo, uh, nah, you know what I mean? like, we, we're not going to use these, you know, so you never really know. So you got to be able to, to produce them 
at mass quantities. That's what you really got to be good at. So sharpen your skills when it comes to writing and really um, take a lot of time to drill yourself, you know, do, do drills so that you can write a song quickly. Like if you're in a studio with an artist, it's best to be like, well, I don't, even if I don't have a song, I can write one really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, let me see. How about producing? Because that's another stage that goes into songwriting. Yeah, producing is about, um, I think one thing that you really got to get into when you want to be a producer is you got to be good at practicing and you got to be good at finishing things. So a lot of people are producers, they start things and they don't finish, you know, they, they start a track, they don't finish the track. If you're a producer, you got to be good at, you know, getting production, you know, you got to get shit done. So that's kind of, can I swear on here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So you do got to get shit done. And and that's kind of where you got to start. You have to learn a lot, um, be able to be, um, to to give direction. You know, you want to give people instructions about where you want things to go. You have to know music very well. Um, So it's kind of like one of the things about production that, if you want to start producing tracks, you have to know music. You have to be able to understand instrumentation, why something would work, uh, why something wouldn't work. Uh, be able to develop your ear enough to know, like, how to to create a vibe, how to create something that people can connect with on a lot of different levels. So, production is really important because you can have a beat that's really great but nobody can put anything on because you know you're not mixing the beat right or you don't have your your production together so whoever puts something on it it doesn't really sound good you know so you have to be really involved with understanding music definitely thing key thing about production yeah it sounds similar to dance um yeah. I have to get a blueprint. I have to audition people. Um, I have my creative flow in my head. And I don't believe in writing things down because people say work. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a long journey process. What my ideas could be one day, I could switch real quick. So you have to be like that. Yeah. Um, and there's always different projects that we're working on. And just like you, we go in front of a panel of people you probably have like 20 or 30 different sets and they might not like everything. So you always have to have a backup piece or maybe do what I did for my senior dance piece, do like a, um, like a melody of all my collective work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always good, you know, to have um, works, things put together that you can utilize for stuff like that. You know, how many songs do you have in front of them before you make an album? It could be hundreds, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be hundreds. Yeah, it could be in the hundreds easily, like on a slow day. Like, honestly, when I go into the studio, it's a lot of music. It's hard to keep up with at a, on a regular pace. 
but because I've been doing music for so long, it's like, it's kind of one of the things that comes natural to me. Um, so I really got to, I got to work a lot and, and that's a good thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Do you manage people or how did you go about getting um, management for yourself? Uh, no, I don't manage anyone and okay. I, I don't even uh, do management for myself, man. I kind of just, I, I, I make music. That's kind of what I do. So it's been a part of my life's process. So it's not really something that I manage or anything like that. I don't, I, I know a lot of musicians, so I kind of end up in the same places and, you know, people ask me to sing and do other events. So um, I guess management comes naturally and I've never actually managed anyone, but I think that probably be a great idea for me. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. It's a lot of work and you have to be assertive, sometimes aggressive, but they'll, they might think you're an a-hole, <laughs> but yeah. After the process, they're gonna really appreciate it, you know. Yeah, yeah, real shit. It's it's really um, it's really tough. A lot of people don't have management. Um, a lot of people don't know how to get management, and to be honest, it's really hard to come by. So, you know, a lot of people are artists. You kind of end up learning. You end up learning that it's easier to be independent. Um. Okay. But, you know, there's a lot of good things that come from management. You get a lot of other looks and placements. So and resources, definitely. Exactly. You know, those are really good. That's really good to have resources behind you as an artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Where do you see yourself in the next five years, personally and also with music? Um. I really want to continue making music, you know, like I have been. I want to do a lot of other um, genres. I have a lot of other genres of music produced, so I'm probably going to release a lot more soon. Um, so that's good. I mean, I see myself just working on music like I have been in, in a larger capacity and being with my family. I uh, really enjoyed the time during quarantine, being able to hang out with my kids. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of been the highlight of everything going on right now with AP. Yeah, definitely. Um, I noticed during quarantine, a lot of us have been rehearsing and either the dance studio remotely or working on music. Um, Magda Stallion, she was tearing it up. <laughs> This whole yeah. summer, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm proud of her and other artists. Um, just keeping people engaged and gives people some type of hope during such a tragic movement, you know. Um, now that everything is starting to become open, quote unquote, hopefully it doesn't lock down again. But are there any upcoming performances or any music that you're releasing? Um. No, nothing upcoming, but I did just release a song. Um, I remastered a song that I put out a while ago called Faded. I just released that on YouTube. Um, it's on all platforms as well. So look it up. It, it just came out maybe two weeks ago. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, what platforms can we find your music on? And I'll leave um everything in the description box. Yeah, I'm on all platforms and under a dot p dot b l a c k a p black. Uh, you can find me on topic if you search through YouTube. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud, Title, Spotify, Apple Music, um, all everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, were there any musical influences that you had growing up? Um, yeah, I had a lot of musical influences, actually. Uh, I had a lot of musical influences. I really like, um, I really like, like, rock music and, and jazz. Uh, so I have a lot of different influences, you know, like Stevie <laughs> And I'm an R&B singer, so I love R&B. Like, I love, like, music like Omarion and, um, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, I really, like, I feel like I have a lot of influences when it comes to music because I listen to music a lot. Who are the top three people that you would love to collaborate with, whether it's small or large artists? Um, and why for each one? Um, first, I'll say one. I have two local artists that I want to, um, yeah, I have two local artists that I, I really wanted to perform with. One is Tizzy. Tizzy's out here making music. I want to perform with her. Uh, two is Red Shades. Red Shades is a local rap artist. She's awesome. Um, and the third one that I want a person that an artist that I want to work with is Stevie Wonder because I love his music. That's right. Yeah. It's just amazing how he can like walk up on stage and like da -da -da -da. I'm like, can you see? He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me my money. <laughs> I just be wondering. Shout out to Stevie Wonder for watching this. Um let's see. There's a big question um, that people want to know, and we're both going to try to answer this question. Um, what is the difference between an artist and an entertainer? And the next question is, can they be both at any point? So answer, is it possible? Um, what is an artist in your definition? Yeah. Yeah, that was a huge question. So can, uh, what is an artist? Yes. Because there is a difference. Can you answer first so I can think? Okay, an yeah. artist, someone who's fully involved, they have a long-term effect. We would say someone like Prince, he's mm -hmm. very focused on the music. He can be an entertainer sometime, but he's a musician first like he can change a beat and everybody's just like wow this is amazing and look at even passes death um purple rain is so hit yeah okay um so yeah yeah write I, down music and stuff 
I agree. I agree. I feel like artists are more, um, I, I feel like artists are more concerned with education. I think that's, you know, a good way to put it. Education is really important to artists. I think that's a distinction. Okay. Um, explain education. Like, how would you break that down? Just learning, you know, just you know, artists, it doesn't, you don't have to go to school to, to be an artist, you know, it's something that you, you kind of become by wanting to know more about your craft, whether it's dance or music or painting or film, like you can become an artist by really wanting to get educated about the things that you enjoy in that passion, you know what I mean? So you can be passionate about dance and be an entertainer, but you can also be passionate about dance and be an artist if you're willing to learn and teach yourself things about that craft. And it really distinguishes an artist from an entertainer, in my opinion. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. What is an entertainer? Uh, entertainer, I feel like... Entertainers kind of they they're more about the showmanship of things, you know. Entertainers are about presenting high quality showmanship, you know. Like I feel like a good form of an example of that is like a magician. You know, an entertainer is a magician. They, they want to create, you know, the, the flair and all that other stuff. Yep. And they want to entertain you in that that way. Like, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of an example of an entertainer. When I think of an entertainer, I think of someone that's in the moment. Sometimes it can have a long-term effect, but they're more focused on this is what I do. This is how I keep the crowd going. Kind of like a hype man, kind of like DJ Khaled. Um, not saying that they can't be an artist, but they're more focused on the audience rather than the whole production, I would say. And sometimes they'll have like, maybe like flames up here. Um, you come up from the ground, just like the theatrics, I would say. Yeah, it's kind of, it. Like I, like you said, they're very, you can be in, in an artist and an entertainer so it's it's really the same thing um but it's levels to it you know right yeah now the big question for you is are you an entertainer an artist and or are you both i am an artist and why do you present yourself as that i do agree with you <laughs> uh because i love art you know and it's and it's where it's it's to it's not entertainment for me. It's not at all. So it's kind of like something that when you ask me, I'm like, okay, I'm clearly not an entertainer. I'm an artist. Like it's just natural. <laughs> I don't really even um, know how to explain it other than that. Like I just know. You know, I yeah. feel like um, people ask, what's the difference between a dancer and a choreographer? I'm like. A dancer is more like a student. They, they're kind of like a robot. You tell them what to do. You tell them the theme. You tell them 
um, how to move to the music and whatever. And this is what we do. While the choreographer, we don't get paid a whole lot like we should, but there's like steps before we even get to the dancer. Sometimes we need a blueprint. Sometimes we need to know what's the theme of the show, the lighting, the costumes, um, just so many things, so many factors. And the choreographer is more like the instructor that has to know everything ends and out. And they're kind of like a mentor. Yeah. Kind of like a producer. <laughs> yeah, producers. Producers do a lot of work. Man. There's a lot of that. They have to have a lot of information about music as well. And they have to be able to give instructions and, and know how to um, curate. You know, it's like you got to put artists together and you also have to grab musicians, put them together. That's a lot of work. It's, it's, it's a yeah. Lot of, yeah. Let's see. Mm -hmm. oh yeah you didn't mention that you do art like paintings tell us a little bit about that <laughs> yeah so i i kind of just started painting in my free time like um i did it with my son it was something that we started when he was young we started painting when he was like three or two years old mm -hmm. he said now so we painted a lot <laughs> and it's kind of something we started doing for fun and i just learned how to paint from there yeah okay. i didn't really um put, you know put much thought into it it wasn't like something that i started as a you know like selling paintings or anything like that i really just did it to explore art more and you know spend time with my kids so that's kind of what it what it's always been for me and I love it. Painting is really fun for me and I didn't know I would enjoy it as much as I do. Wow. Yeah. Um, the big question is how has COVID prepared you for what's next with music? Has it changed the way that you produce? Is there a way that you showcase performances a little bit different? What's different? Um, I feel like it's made me, COVID has made me like really appreciate music more because it's something that I said, you know, I spent a lot of time with my family during COVID. So it was like, you know, we got to share music too. You know, I got to teach my son music. I got to teach my youngest son music. We got to record it and do other things like that. So it was really fun being able to, to share that with my family. Um, and then also create from that space of creating music with my family. So it's like really been a lot of appreciation that I have for what I learned and being able to teach my kids and, and you know, develop my own music. It's been That's great. Yeah. Fun question. What is something that nobody knows about you that you enjoy? Nobody <laughs> knows that I enjoy. Um, I know I like to learn, like I'm a very hardcore LinkedIn user. <laughs> yeah, very hardcore what? LinkedIn learner. LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm proud of it. $30 a month. You can learn about film. You can learn about how to do resumes, um, applying for jobs, public speaking, stuff like that. Nice. Um, 
I guess a lot of people don't know this about me, but I really like video games. Um, and I'm Please say really PlayStation. Huh? Please say PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. PlayStation. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm really good at Madden. Okay. Football. Uh, huh? Football. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any um, top tips that you want to leave off with to people who want to pursue any type of music? or what direction that they should go with their music? Yeah, you know, I guess top three tips that I can give anyone who wants to be an artist are the one, you have to start, you know, and, and teach yourself. Uh, if you don't have proper instruction, there are a lot of ways to get information about music nowadays. So it's like, you know, you can teach yourself, um, you can get lessons. There are a lot of people who give instructions. Um, uh, there are a lot of ways to get educated. And I think that's the first step about being a music artist. You have to get educated so you can understand what's going on and how you can be of service. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, when you create, you, you wanna make sure you're finishing things. That's a huge thing. A lot of people have art that they they started and never finished, and then you know they there's not a lot that you can offer when you don't have finished products. So mm -hmm. that's the second tip, and the third tip is to always get involved in the community when it comes to being an artist. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself, and it's the best thing that you can do for your community because you as an artist represent the community when you perform um, and the community comes out to support you. And, and, and that's really something that's what you need most when you want to be a successful artist, you need to have the support of the artist community and you can show your support in a lot of ways by um, getting informed about artists in your community locally and making sure that you're listening to their music and, you know, getting to know them for who they are as well. Cause it, when artists are able to come together and support each other, it's the best thing that can happen in the world. Um, and it's really important here in Boston. This is a great place when it comes to learning and when it comes to music and, and art in general, uh, they're really making a, a huge change in this city to support arts more. So that's great as well. Definitely. And I like how you explain giving back. People think if I give a money donation, it would make a big impact. Actually, you don't even know where that money's going to. Um, but when we say giving back, we mean like doing volunteer work, working for free, offering services to others. Um, I know back, I think I was like 15 years old, probably like my sophomore year at Boston Arts, they suggested this program called REACH. It's in um, Boston University. It's a four week intensive. Um, the first two weeks, you learn different genres from hip hop, African, ballet, jazz. Um, I got an opportunity to choreograph as well as perform. Um, and it gave me a lot of opportunities um, the first two weeks. So we do the training and choreographing and all that. 
the next two weeks, we go out to nonprofit organizations around um, the local city or somewhere in Massachusetts to not-for-profit organizations who may not be able to go see performances or ever got the opportunity to perform. So not only were we doing a performance in front of them, we actually spent an hour or two doing fun activities with them, brought them on stage, taught them some choreography, and it was just a blast. And I felt very humble um, to perform in front of them because I remember when I was their age, um, seven or eight, being like, wow, I want to be up on stage doing what they're doing. It looks like they're having a great time. And I just like seeing people's bodies move along with music. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I remember, I think it was my sophomore year, I went to a program at Boston Arts Academy too. So that was uh, through BU. That was through Boston University. And it was called um, B-U-T-I. And it's Boston University Tanglewood Institute. Uh, that was one of the most fun I've ever had in a music program. Uh, it was It's in Massachusetts as well. Uh, you get to learn a lot about classical music and singing a choir. Um, we performed at Tanglewood as well uh, and performed with a lot of, with uh, the Boston Pops actually during their uh, performance shows. So that was kind of, you know, the highlight of that summer as well. I was working with um, world-renowned, com you know, composers and conductors that it was, it was a lot of good stuff. So shout out mm -hmm. to BUTI, Boston University. Yes, BU. <laughs> yeah. A lot of opportunities there. Um, I think the whole message that we're trying to get to you guys who are watching this is just get out and do it. Um, I started a YouTube channel and film production company, and I'm so used to being in the middle of the spotlight. So being the person behind the lens and actually recording myself, it is so hard. You're like your worst critic. And the whole purpose of this um, podcast is to inspire other people through various topics. So I would definitely want um, everyone in the chat box to um Tell us if you're either an artist or entertainer or both. Feel free to chime in on other people's responses and build some type of community. And we just empower everybody to just be themselves and um, show off positivity in some type of way. And we need it like times like this, you know? Yeah. And also follow me on Instagram at APBlack1 if you guys want to reach out and um talk about art or performance or anything like that that'd be awesome definitely and follow me at b perry films if you want to showcase your stories and be come featured on the podcast as well yeah. yeah thank you thank you for having me man no problem and thank you for being the first <laughs> one on the podcast wow. and showcasing your wisdom and growth and i'm so proud of you thank you <laughs> proud of you man you out here really doing it man Thank you. Thank you.